welcome to your number one podcast on quality improvised infotainment. This is Lisa the Mic Podcast. I'm your host, Ola Girl Olive, and I'm here with. Adogie Fashions. Yeah, so I'm here with Success and Collins. Collins have been here before, so it's, I think Success is the only new person here. It's our first time. Yeah, our first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are listening to this podcast for the very first time, you're my VIP. Thank you guys for tuning. Thank you for clicking that link. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so today we have a very super and intriguing content for you. It's more like a debate between two parties, sources and calling. So I am precious to be like a referee. <laughs> we are the referee here and we are going to be doing our day. So today's topic is African culture versus the Western culture. Has the Western culture done more harm than good? To the African culture, as the Af- how has the Western culture affected the African culture? A lot of people believe that the Western culture has actually done more harm to the African culture. Like that sources now. actually believe that. Yes, that's done more. While Collins feels that the Western culture has done more good than harm to the African culture. So yes, we are going to start. All right. So Collins, go straight to your argument. Okay, um, I'm Collins, and I get, I get this, I get this, I get this, um, this argument a lot. Most people always tell me that um, the Westerners came to Africa, they have subdued us, they colonized us, they exploited us, they have done this, they mentioned all sorts of bad things, and I just like, wait, don't you guys pause, just calm down, think a little. Think, have these people not done a lot of good for you guys? Have they not done almost everything we know? Okay, yes, we said that yes, we had our civilization before. There are different empires and all that. But guys, these people have done a lot of good for us. I'm not really saying that yes, they are the best and they are, they are actually no bad parts. But yes, they have done quite an enormous good. And people like sometimes I just it's short-sighted and just biased for us to just think that yes, uh, um, they came, they conquered us, they looted our brothers, they looted most of the artifacts and all they have in the museums and all. So that they took them from us. The first it was a normal. Lo- it's in fact it is a normal logic of war. They are all. All those things that they took are booties of war. You come every it is it is it is a normal characteristic of a human being to be competitive. If that competition is always there, once you conquer a particular place, it's the strongest of survive. The normal African um, the normal African empires that existed before, the African empires that existed before, they also conquered each other. Colonized, not really colonized actually, but they forced their own their own government on other on other smaller kingdoms. That is how it has been. So these other foreign people now, just because of their came and they are of a different race, we now came to put this thing. I was like, I said, yes, these people came and destroyed our empires and destroyed everything. But I feel, I feel, I for one feel that no, no, no. These people actually came. It is a, they did their normal crisis. They saw a weaker people, weaker people conquered them, and then they just shared their own experiences, their own civilization to us. That was what I feel for one. All right. All right, success, your turn. All right, guys. The name is Success, but you can also call me Sauce. And I'm standing or sitting here today in support of the African culture. Like my colleague rightly said just now, that the Westerners actually came in due to war, took our stuffs and all that. But let's look at this other part. The African culture, or should I say our indigenous culture, we already had a standard that we're following because a culture per se is actually the way of life of a people and their practices and tradition is sacred to them and is unique in different aspects but when the westerners came like he said they came for war 
and they took so many stuff. So why influence our culture? That's the question for today. Why influence our culture? At first, they brought in Christianity. Why? To instort us. But we were unable to reciprocate, so they had to go back and re-strategize. And when they came back, they saw that they had an issue. We were unable to read, which was the Bible. Then they brought in education. And when we were able to read and write, they brought in Christianity. And we started practicing Christianity. And I'm not disputing that Christianity is a bad religion or whatsoever. I'm just stating the point here where Westerners have actually influenced our culture. And gradually now, we see that people are now shying away from their African culture, seeing it as outdated, paganic, inferior, and all all sorts of things. And the Westerners actually tagged us as the dark side of the world, where nothing good can actually come out from. So, what is the essence? Why did they actually come? That's my question. Why did they now come? Since we are the dark side that has nothing to offer. So, what were they looking for here? That's the question. So the main point here is now, we mentioned something about Christianity and religion. Now let's look at religion in African culture. So like, you no, know, he said that the Westerners brought religion to colonize us and everything and everything. So what is your think about religion in the African culture? And do you think religion has a, pa- a role to play in colonizing us and taking away, of, uh, taking away our Africanity? Religion obviously has a very large role to play colonization of African countries. In fact, it was even the bedrock for them to actually change us, influence our culture. But he asked the question, was like, why do they influence our culture? There's something that we cannot totally avoid. It is called intermingling. Once there are interrelationships between people, there will also be intermarriages, there will also be social, we will always socialize. We must intermingle. We will learn to, that's how, that's how languages, languages mingle. Some languages come and then they just, there's, there's like, there's like, there's a word for it. Actually, I cannot forget the word now. But it's, they will come together to, yes, there's a common agreement that first, for two of us to coexist in a particular area, there has to be something. You are going to bench some of your rules. I'm going to bench some of my rules. They came here, they tried to adapt. They, they, in fact, the truth is that they died here. Many of them did die here. But it's that we cannot avoid the fact that once two people come together, there must be an intermingling of those cultures. There must be interrelationships. There have been interrelationships between the Yorubas and the Binis. Hence, their um, clash and their normal divisions in their languages. There have always been cultural divisions between the Binis and the Shekiris. The Binis and the, the Shekiris and the Yorubas. These divisions have been present, uh, pre- present ever since. The cultures have always diffused. So we cannot say why did this. For the fact that there are two different people that come together. Although we understand now that, yes, it is just them, the the white, coming to prey on us, which is a normal, I feel it is, and I still say it is, is, it is a normal characteristic of life for the stronger to always defeat the weaker. They came with their different strategies, and yes, they were intermingling, so they influenced our culture a bit because of we are the ones that felt inferior from the very start. So we are, you are seeing now that it's because we felt inferior, it's, it's, that's why they overtook Yes, it's because of you felt inferior, it's because of we felt inferior, okay. it's because of we, we, we appeared at that particular time, they had sophisticated, sophisticated weapons, they had much more, they had machine guns, and we carried our ding guns, some of them, that's people like the Jebus who had, had early contacts with them, had some ding guns, the rest of them had cutlasses, spears, and arrows, and how do you expect that such a weaker people, a weaker people, be able to defeat the whites? 
it was it was normal it is a normal thing for them to be able to overpower us so the influence in the culture the influence in the religion it is yes i know that the religion was a strategy that's how they introduced the legitimate trade in North africa and all and all the way to properly turn these people around for their own benefit but still the influence is not to say that yes these people just came with all bad the religion actually in a way unified the christians of present day now we can see the christians now can tap into the fact that yes okay yes we are christians we have shown we have been shown the light i believe that almost almost all of us here now are christians yeah are we going to be serving our different our different gods do we say that okay are we now noting that yes this this god that we are serving now is actually not the right god did they not show us a light which we are following now okay let's not be personal about the religion no, or the christian not, aspect not, not, we are all christian yes I'm but that sometimes we are africans that we, we are we they brought this religion to us and we accepted it yes, do you understand yeah, 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 does that does that all that you're trying to say is that this religion we are talking about this christianity that they brought made us think that the ones that we've been serving before are bad yeah so we don't know which one is good or bad. But for us to be able to actually uh, um, analyze this and know what is good and bad, it has to be personalized in a way, actually. It has to be personalized. We are only personalized. Now no, we are trying to be, let's yeah. be, let's be realistic here. Yes, we are trying let's to be realistic. Let's try to be realistic. Now. Are we going to say that uh, the serving of our, okay, let's see, you know, before they were killings, they were human sacrifices, are those things termed as good? They are not good so, because you know the world is advanced. Eradication of yes, all this with a form of Christianity. Exactly, yes. They first felt that in um, Calabar, they first felt that um, twins, killing of twins, twins were um, abominations. Those the killing of those twins now, can we say they are good? It is the fact of Christianity that is now eradicating all those things now. So I'm mean, not saying that this religion is actually bringing more good than it was than what was present. So let's 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 take it to sources. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. When we talk about religion or religious practices, there are some certain traditions and customs that Africans do follow, you get. But since the advent of the Western culture, we tend to deviate from those um, things that we actually do to disagreements. Different rites are being carried out. Like, it takes a long process, like where you actually search for the girl, seek um, the consent of the family then they actually go to different houses that the girl will go to the um, bride or the groom's house work there for some days then the mother will have to study her and all that those processes like they were actually the how would i put it now the nice parts of the african marriage which was actually interesting then on the final day you see rights that are being carried out i'm not saying those traditional marriages are not being carried out now but i feel as time goes on i might just wake up one morning and discover that there's no more traditional marriage just white weddings because i don't see why as an african you do your traditional wedding they still go western they still go western and do your white wedding and let's look at this now the rate of divorce these days is actually high and i must say the western has actually at the cause of it because they brought about all these church weddings court weddings and all that whereby the wife now would actually have a right to just wake up one morning and be like i'm not interested in this wedding anymore let's file for divorce but in the african culture guy it takes a lot of should i say it's very difficult for it to happen for a woman per se to actually wake up one morning and just decide i want to have 
or divorce or do the stuff and all that the woman self cannot even cheat on the husband okay wait what you, you know you know one thing sir the african culture favors more women than men um one thing i would say about this is that i i don't actually take sides right now but you know like everything that have a good side actually should definitely have a bad side to, to some extent so like supporting um colin's point i feel like to some extent this um, religion and um, this emphasis um, that actually brought religion to us to some extent that actually reduced from um let me put it as an unhealthy um traditional practices like clean of twins if not for christianity i believe by now and maybe those people doing it and all those things we are maybe being peace <laughs> for no year of peace so uh, imagine like killing um talented youth like that like um, um, children like that because because you feel they are not actually like normally just kill them so that's actually the good part of it if not for christianity like that put an end to it because christianity actually shows killing of human and other stuff like that then talking about the bad part like what um sources was talking about made mention about marriage and all that if you notice now like let's just like um have a like picture of our parents most of them will have our mother and our father will fight and they'll be like um now my picking make me day and that's it actually like actually kept them together for years you you see in fact at some time you 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 as a child you feel like this woman should just leave this man the man will actually feel like like an irresponsible man but this woman will still be pushing that is because like the actually like it is like it is, it is actually it is actually forbidden in the african tradition to just leave your husband out in yoruba they call it dalemoshu and in, then in yoruba people if you as a lady leave your husband house your papa go flog you go back to your husband house so like it's like actually like nice in that way but now with western culture now like people will just like you just wake up one morning because if you even prepare food yesterday night and you were tired you just post it on twitter that i'm leaving this man this man does not care about me that was gone like that. You know, if if we look at it, I understand your point. But if we look at the the involvement of Western culture, like I said, it favors more. The African culture favors more of men than women. Now you mentioned something that your parents, you want your mother will not want to go if the father is doing bad. Don't what about the mental health of the woman? That is why divorce comes in. What about the mental health of the woman? Man, go to beat you for house. You go to chop beat you on the daily, and you are saying that it's a child that is making you. That is it. That is it. Like that's why feminists, all this feminism came up and everything. I think the, I know one. I know for a fact that Africans are just overdoing this feminism of a thing. But this is these are the reasons why these people come up because men are actually maltreating women. African men, to say, they are actually maltreating um, women. So like I can say that. African culture, I believe the African culture, we are actually losing our Africanity to an extent. We recognize and we appreciate the presence of the Western culture, but you think like I think cause more harm than good. Okay, you're asking if it's done more harm than good. We can discuss language now. Now that they have given a larger number of people a far and unified language for them to be able to interrelate, I said something about peaceful coexistence. The reason for these cultures and everything is the fact that there should be peaceful coexistence. 
the fact that a, a larger number of people can come and coexist together. We have been less, we have been listening. Um, okay, yes, the abnormalities of the European cultures that the Africans are copying, but these things are not the cultures that they imposed on us from the very first start. That's what we should understand. These cultures, the fact of divorce and all that, is not things that they imposed on us. Sometimes we can even mention the indecent um, dressing, these sexual dressing that um, women today do. It is something that they do on their own, and they feel it is a normal thing. It's a normal way of life for them. But because of we want to copy everything they do, and we look at them as a standard of what is good, is why we want to copy them. We always want to do what they do. What they do is what some people feel in Africa that is right. Yes, I understand that that drain is going. We lose the loss of African Africanity is already going. But if that loss of Africanity, are we, are we going to blame it that it's the Western culture that caused the total loss of Africanity? That is a question that we should think of ourselves. Is it the Western culture that caused that we should just eradicate our culture? No, although yes, they make changes, they make changes, especially in some British colonies. In fact, the British colonies even applied, applied indirectly. They allowed you to do your individual things, just that you pay, just that, just that you accept that they are your rulers. In some French colonies, we understand that yes, French wanted to turn every of their black people to black to um, Frenchmen. So, you but what about places like in the, um, the British colonies now? Are those British colonies not still suffering from this loss of Africanity? Is it their fault that we are now suffering from that? Is it their fault that we now look at everything that is true? We look at them as a standard of good. It's not, you know, that, that is a question. That's my own question for you. To know. I I think it's just acceptance. We losing our Africanity is because we accepted to lose it, and we are. I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like it's acceptance. I don't, I don't, I don't feel it's acceptance. We are the one accepting yes, we everything. Accepted, we accepted some things yeah. that they have done. Yeah. We accepted some changes in the society. Yes, we have accepted some. But it seems that what we should do to progress is that there should be a confluence. We should have taken the good from them, the good from the Western and from the Western culture, the good from our African culture. There should be a merge. That is, that merge is going that that merge is going to cause yes we are going to create a better way we understand our ills in our own society now that there are some things that yes this is like we mentioned just now equality between men and women yes we should understand that we have brought that fact we have brought some things from the from the um, western the use of technology and all if we can bring that you know there's this thing there's this movie um, Black Panther the in Wakanda that is in fact that is like the utopia that Africa dreams of. A blend between the Western culture and the, and the indigenous African culture. They have brought all the technology that the West can that the West can think to create. But in Africa, they still practice it in the African way. Can't we do that? Are they the, are they the cause that we have totally threw, uh, thrown away every of our African culture and just wants to be like the white? For everything I want to do, the merit of star, the merit, the, the star, standard, the standard merit is that we should just be like the white. We should be like the white. It's, yeah, no, I don't feel that it is their fault that they have influenced our culture. It is our fault. It is the African. You are saying that you are, you are at fault it's, for it's, 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 African. It is actually difficult to strike a balance because we are not. Yes, like, it, no, because, because it's difficult to strike a balance, but we can't strike a balance. We can't strike a balance. You think we can't strike a balance? We can't strike a balance. Yes, strike a balance. Why can't we strike a balance? That's something we should ask ourselves. Why because when these white people came, we saw them as goals. Like they are perfect. And now so we are learned now. We took everything from them. We took everything from them, but now we are learned now. We understand that these people are not gods. We are gods. Africans have done Africans are excelling in every industry in the world. But still, we are still looking at these people like, yes, we, we want to impress you. We have we have already understood now with all this racist stuff that we are actually equals. We just have to be, we just happen to be black because of the place we are, because of the continent that we live in. The harsh weather and all is what changes our sin and increases our melanin. But why can't we decide that? Yes, we are equals, but we want to do things our own way. 
It is the fact that we don't want to do like oh, that. It's the fact that we want to do like that. That's why it's like that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Okay, um, like what he said in terms of language and all, there are two things which is acculturation and enculturation. Acculturation meaning learning your own culture and practicing it, while acculturation, other people's culture and practicing it in your own self. That's just the two difference. Africans, like when the Westerners came in, like he said, they brought in Christianity and we accepted it because we felt they brought this standard for us to follow. And as we all know it, uh, should I say it was ignorance per se, that actually made us to go through those processes and we actually learned their culture and everything and now we feel ours is inferior and theirs is actually the real deal then we just forgot ours like today now should i say in nigeria maybe 50 to 60 percent of our youths can barely speak their native dialects like it's everywhere speak to me even if even if they can actually speak but what you'll be hearing is like upside down of their language like it's just but when you talk about english and even foreign language like french and all that they can actually speak it well but their own native dialects it's kind of difficult for them that's another thing we've just lost because your language is actually key of identifying where you come from and everything like i'll use myself an example like where i stay when i was about to pay my rent i only spoke my language to the landlord and he was like so you're a Biniga?" i was like yes sir i'm a Biniga." then he asked me which family am i from I, I greeted him with my family language and it turns out that he was from the same line and he actually reduced my rent for me just because sure? yeah yeah the guy the guy the guy the, the landlord he stays in the uk in manchester and just because i spoke my language to him he actually reduced my rent so let's say there are like 100 persons like me who actually does that do you feel our culture will be reducing or increasing so we should actually retrace our steps it doesn't really matter if you can actually speak other languages but still don't forget your own roots that's my point that's what i'm trying to make here don't well, forget the, your the way, own the way, roots. the way we are now the way we are now i don't think we are forgetting our roots do you think we are we forgetting are, we are. no we are forgetting it actually depends on i feel the family because there's some family that they actually like does not buy the idea of you speaking any other language other than your native language at home like me now while i was growing up my mom would never speak english to me and then I, I grew up in the western part of Nigeria. i grew up in Ibadan, like Ibadan precisely and you know how Ibadan is like very bad people like that so my mama my mom would always be like i don't want to hear this thing in your mouth she was always speaking our own even english said that being and every one of us myself my other siblings we are like actually friends when we, when we start speaking being and people be like wow you can speak being like, yes and to some extent i can i still understand you very well because in the school i was where i was schooling so it was you about you like stuff stuff like that and i think this language to some extent is actually like this um speaking english language, like actually like um brings us together like makes us unite more because now imagine having different languages and we, we don't have a an official language that everybody can speak and you want to go and trade in an evil land how do you think do you think you find it easy 
to communicate with them. That's why we have pidgin English. Pidgin English is a variety of English. So wait, you teach now. Yes, I teach the variety of English. It is that blend. That is why there is that common language for us to have. He said something about we um, speaking about how how most of our, how most African youths now don't understand their language or cannot speak their language. The question now is that the fact that they cannot speak their language now is it to be blamed on the Western culture? Influence. It's not. It's not. It's not just no. That's that's okay. Is it to be blamed on the Western culture? Is it their fault that we cannot speak our language? No. They have brought. They have okay. Yes, they introduced English. English, which is now a generally acceptable term, a acceptable language where all of us can speak. Yes, we understand this general language, but individually we should understand our dialect. That is the problem of us as Africans. The loss of that our language is not our fault. It's our fault. They did not make it illegal. Our countries have not made our language, learning of our language, illegal. It is our individual families that have flopped in that area. Yeah. There are some families that they will be like, yeah, you go to their house and you'll be like, yes, you don't speak um, another language apart from English, you're speaking vernacular. It's not right. Is it the white man's fault that they do such a thing? It is the individual, it's the individual African that is losing all this. It's influence. It's, no, it's the influence <laughs> is there. <laughs> Everything else is. They did not make it bad. Yes, That's the thing. Bad. They did not make it bad. Mm. We are the one that is making all this. We are just like taking things. We are, we are like extremists. We understand something, but we just want to do that. Yes, we want to overdo past them. We want to be do about sabi sabi. We want to, yes, we, okay, yes, we understand this English now. You are taking it up. You are, no, no louder language against only English. You are forgetting that, yes, this is your language. Yeah, you don't understand that the English that we are speaking. It is just to be able to communicate with them. It is to aid communication. Your own means of identification which is your own language, should be the one that you should be teaching your children. But normally, when, you, when they go to school, they always speak English. But in our houses, we're supposed to be speaking our individual language. But no, in some families, in fact, in most families of present, present, they always want to speak English. They see the, our language as, they see our language as bad. Okay, I was saying, hey, it's, it's, not, it's not their fault that we did not take, we did not see the need to learn our own language. The fact that we, he, uh, we as Africans, okay, we as Africans now did not see is like, okay, yes, as, I, as my child is learning English and learning how to relate with the outside world, you should also know that when you're relating with the outside world, this is your means of identification. This is what distincts you from every other person. We already have, okay, yes, there's a meeting, there's a general way that everybody can speak, but all of us are not the same. The means of identification, which is our language, our culture, we should also understand those parts, understand the key parts of those languages, the key good part and hold on to it the fact that we are losing our africanity is not the fault of the westerners the westerners held on to their own part strongly that is why they are dominating but we are losing our own part and thinking that yes it's their own that is just good that is why we are losing it's not their fault it's ours okay so success final okay thank you he said it's actually our fault for losing our culture and everything but you know that colonization comes with so many things you get even the word colonization that's like bringing your own goods from your own side to another place and to establish it you get so there's no way maybe you bring like let's say um, a company into one urban area where there's no other company there and you don't expect people to bring their CV to apply and there's no way after applying they won't abide to your rules in that company so i feel that's how the western colonization on was on the africans they had no choice they just had to apply and follow the rules but i don't think it's 
our fault because during that time we actually struggled and fought for our culture and our beliefs but that's what even brought about those war and everything but i feel it's the contemporary state that we are now that actually derailing from that fight because generations has passed and the new generation now are not actually bothering themselves about the past or whatsoever they just see the present this is what's going on is english you are speaking this is how we dress this is what we eat this is um, the way of life then they just follow that pattern not minding their history or whatsoever so i feel if they should practice and learn their history more they would understand that yes our people actually struggled they actually fought for this culture they actually fought for their beliefs not that we just saw it and accepted it with open arms we didn't really accept it with open arms if not there won't be any form of war that's all i have to say okay so um in conclusion precious we are concluding together <laughs> okay in conclusion i i think um the reason majority of um, the reason most africans are suffering or while our traditions and cultures are suffering is because we don't longer study history in schools anymore it's because we're looking for who to blame okay we understand that these people colonized us yes we know they colonized us we understand that they did us since we know they did it now that we have known that they did it is are they the cause why we are not progressing no we just want to blame somebody we just okay see we, we are we just want to blame somebody we are losing we our culture want, we just want to blame somebody <laughs> <laughs> she, she said she, she said in terms of progression uh, eh? in terms of progression yeah. we'll actually digress because when you say progression we'll now be talking about our political aspects the economy the society and so on but we're actually centering on our culture you get so if we should talk about progression and who to blame we'll just deviate to the economy and all that you get so we are all at fault we are the reason why we are losing our africanity it's not it's not the western culture it's not the western culture because like i don't feel this is like okay it's like you are bringing something to someone it's not left for you to do whatever you want to do they brought it for us as a light you just pick what you want and, and try to strike it and leave the rest. Okay. I understand now. Okay, guys, um, if we continue talking about this or we continue arguing, we will not end this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Thank you, Collins, and success for honoring uh, my invitation. You guys are amazing for y'all. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay, she we should conclude in our native something now. So that, so that we show that we have you, you wrap it up with Vinny. Who can speak Vinny? You can speak Vinny now. Oh yeah, wrap, wrap it up. We'll just say thank you for listening. Okay, why are we say no fear, kenoma fear? No more yo yo, kenoma more yo yo. Why are we say? Oh yeah, so like let me let me let I'll use Isha and I'll use Juba. In Isha, we say like we say Obiu. Wa a woman like this are for most I can't say. But you buy a shagon, 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 let us wrap it up. <laughs> okay. My own. Let us just embarrass me in public. <laughs> okay, what's taking my language? Pakoyo. 
Anyway, <laughs> all right, guys. All right, all right. To wrap this up, to wrap this up, do well to follow me on all my social media platforms Facebook at Laser the Mike, Twitter at Laser the Mike, and Instagram at evergreen.olive. Do well to like, leave a comment, and share. Tag people you know that be relevant to this podcast. Help me tag, 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 and help me promote. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Drop your comments. Do you think we are losing our Africanities? If you have something contrary to what my guests have said today, drop your comments and I will definitely get it. I'll read it. So now, yes, there's a YouTube video available. I know last episode I promised a YouTube video and it doesn't happen. I'm sorry, but this time there's going to be a YouTube video. You just go on on YouTube and just not this part. Just watch something. I prepare something for you guys so you can just watch. And yes, and do well to share. Yes, do well to share too. You guys are amazing. Thank you guys for listening. On behalf of Lizard, my podcast, say thank you. This remains the number one podcast on quality, improvised infotainment. I've been your host, Olagir Olive, and my co-host. I do get precious. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Stay jiggy. <laughs>